You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yeah, but I think I'll 
listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God. For all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say, we pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity. Everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future, we all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, 
civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We pour this libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. We sashay. We pour this libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we pour this libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We pour this libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We pour this libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. I'm sorry, family. Good morning, family. (laughs) You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blocktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotel family. Hope everything is well for you today. Hope we're going to have a good day today. A little overcast here in Atlanta, but I hope it's beautiful wherever you are. And if it ain't, you still got to deal with it. That's right. Regardless, so make it happen. If it's supposed to happen, make it happen. You're listening to African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. 
to 1 p.m. 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain or 8 p.m. Pacific. Any other time around the world, any other time around the world, but if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that, and the drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that I've dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Quake Coop. Appreciate you, man. You know it. <coughs> Other programming that we have here on Time for an Awakening, well, once again, is us and Time for Awakening. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Time for an Awakening, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern. And on Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Time for an awakening. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses, is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, webuyblack.com. I forgot to research that, uh, what uh, Sister Hadria was saying about um, service station. And there was another um, pro, uh, well, I know the produce place over on, uh, on um, Greenbrier, so on, uh, <coughs> on Campbellton Road. Mm. Well, anyway, we got a lot of work to do. We do. You know, in terms of ownership and businesses and businesses that are competitive, businesses that we need. We need a supermarket. We, that's not a supermarket. It's a little small store, and that's cool. You know, and I've been in there, and I've bought some stuff from them because it's not too far from my home, you know. But we need a supermarket, and we need multiple supermarkets, not just here in Atlanta, but in Chicago. We need them in Milwaukee. We need them in Detroit. We need them in Philadelphia, New York, everywhere, everywhere we are. If there's a sizable uh, uh, proportion of people of African descent, we need a supermarket. We need drugstores. We need whatever it is in this society. And I know that we need it. We should have it. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. Brother Romani Tayemba is ready to take another group of our people uh, to the motherland. And uh, that's coming up in November, November 16th through the 27th. And that's Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. July 11th to July 23rd, 2024, Ghana, November 21st to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet, November 24th to January 4th, 2025. So as soon as he comes back from Kemet on December 2nd, he's about ready to go again to Azenia, to, to Azenia, 2025. And then April 1st to April 11, 2025, to Senegal and Gambia, brothers and sisters, Pomani, Tahimba, 
of Africa for the Africans. Go to his website. Even if you don't have a trip with him and you're going to take a trip, what you need is on that website. So check it out. The paperwork, the information, the visas, the shots, and so forth. For protecting us. So, check, so check it out, okay? And, of course, if you want to see videos of previous tours, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani27. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. And brother, give, give Brother Bomani a call at 404-931-9429. That's 404-931-9429. His email address is AFTA2010 at MSN.com. That's his email address. And, of course, the website is AfricaForTheAfricans.org. You got all the information you need, family. Go for it. Ashe. Habasha. Habashaincorporated.org. Habasha stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. And that's what they have done. Uh, they have a program coming up next month, very soon, October 14th. Okay, Harvest Day. They got a Harvest, harvest Festival. Separate Agriculture in the Future on October 14, 2023, in Ghana. But of course, they have programs here uh, the uh, Habasha Works Program, Black to Our Roots, Sustainable Seas, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs. Habasha Incorporated.org. The Ledge Group, Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The Ledge Group, of course, operates in the uh, area of human necessity, food, water, clothing, and shelter. That's right. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Twelve projects, six different countries, over 170 employed, and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. I think I mentioned the other day, it's still active based upon what I've seen, that if you are a member of the Ledge Group, you have the opportunity to buy land in Tanzania. You know, maybe the land is overlooking Mount Kilimanjaro. Maybe the land is on the Serengeti. Maybe the land is just with, with a, a beautiful river or lake coming. Th- I don't know. But over $250 an acre, you get $1,000, you got four acres of land. You can <laughs> go for it. Go for it. That's one place I definitely am. I'm going to go is Tanzania. Definitely going to make that trip. All right. Uh, Bibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Bibi Atumi dot com. Bibi Atumi dot com, family. Bibi Atumi. Why join Bibi Atumi for social educational networking? Bibi Atumi dot com is about continuing the work of our ancestors. That's why. By rebuilding Kemet, the land of the blacks, and restoring Ma'a. That's what BB to me is called. Uh, transforming digital ideas to physical realities. A BB to me is transforming digital ideas into uncolonizable. You can't colonize it. Uncolonizable physical realities by focusing on tangible manifestations of ideas that, that resist colonization, emphasize self-sufficiency, encourage cultural empowerment, and preserve indigenous knowledge. A BB to me dot com. Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-S-A-R-M. Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y dot com. Smy Pharmacy dot com. Give Brother Jabril a call at 770-765-7751. 770-765-7751. 
1-800-765-7751. Brother Jabrilla will have a program for you. Maybe you're trying to lose weight. Maybe you're trying to be more healthy. Maybe you're trying to get off those pain-killing drugs or whatever the case may be. Brother Jabril can help you. It's my pharmacy. Moses West, the Moses West Foundation. The Moses West, the Moses West Foundation's innovative approach to sustainable water generation through atmospheric water generation technology has been recognized by the United Nations to support the SDG actions, our ESG focused initiative aligned with the UN's SDGs for a brighter and more sustainable future. The Moses West Foundation is dedicated to promoting education, technology, and sustainability. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and uplift the next generation by providing revolutionary solutions to the world's most pressing challenges. Join our global community of future scientists, educators, sustainability advocates, and become part of the movement that is shaping the future. Ashe. Partnering with the National Institutes of Building Science, the Moses West Foundation will be constructing a AWG powered urban greenhouse to, pro to provide fresh sustainable growth products to the local communities surrounding these facilities. That's right. Fresh fruits and vegetables, family. Through aquaponics. Some places the soil has been so damaged you can't, you can't do nothing. So go to the website, the Moses West Foundation dot org and see for yourself, family. All right. Vodada is Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in the West End, down the street from where I live, right here. Huh? I live on Cascade, but that's on Ralph David Abernathy because Ralph David Abernathy takes a northerly swing going towards MLK. And where it takes that swing, Cascade begins and going straight towards the west. See? But, not to confuse you, the west end is the opposite way. The west end is east of me. And, of course, that's where Berdada's is. He's in the west end. Where the west end mall, the Shrine uh, <coughs> of the Black Madonna, soul vegetarian restaurant across the street from, from Berdada's. But they have a healthy market. Juice bar, delicious smoothies, fruit drinks, vegan food on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Madonna's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. Madonna's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. But that, the Medu bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia, I'm always talking about her because I love her. She's a beautiful sister, and she provides the educational. She said, uh, you know, I've been in too long, and I'm here for our people. I'm here, I'm here to present the information by outstanding authors, information by outstanding individuals, male and female, with all kinds of good information. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more, gift certificates. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The other bookstore we talk about is <laughs> my brother Kazim Dejamu at the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Located in Ithonia, which is east of here, right off of I-20. You take I-20, going east, okay, towards Augusta, and exit 74. Make that, Take that exit, make a left. Now you're going north about a mile, and on the left would be the new, no, it won't. 
It'll be the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar. That's what it'll be. <laughs> With Brother Gazimde Ajamu. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. Jump back on Main Street into Lithonia, going the opposite direction. Now you're going south, and then you make a left. Then you're going south, and now you're headed east again. The next exit, exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Make a right, three lights, make another right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. I know Mama Nabantu has some goings on, you know, <coughs> Collard Green Festival upcoming, some other things that are happening. So, um, the Sustainability Conference, yes. So, she didn't send me an a, a email on that. Oh, okay. And I know it's coming up, so I gotta, you know, I gotta help out, brother. I gotta do my job. <laughs> I gotta, I'm serious. I gotta help out. You know, that's why I'm here to provide information and to help our people. Us Lifting Us. Tomorrow night, <coughs> Thursday night broadcast, Us Lifting Us. Every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., 9 p.m. 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU, us lifting us. The name of the program is Dare to Win. And uh, if you want to go online, you can go online to blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. But if you want to listen by phone, you just dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. You can do that to listen to the program. But if you want to make a question, comment, or concern, hit 1. You'll be into the queue, and you can go ahead and do that. All right? All right, then. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Beejus got it going on. He's open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, give him a call. He is, he's got everything you need, family. Believe me. Brother BJ, 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall. Booth 225. For more information, contact my dear sister, Shelly Amonset at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Sister Gabby is doing great work. I know the island of Haiti is a mess on that side of the island, the western side of the island. And we're going to talk about that today. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Yeah, we're going to talk about that today, family. Because um, I was going to talk about um, or, do, or give a presentation on uh, David Walker's appeal. We'll do that another day. David Walker's appeal. We're going to talk about Haiti. But first, you know, we got the Inyasa Sim of daily revolutionary thought. And uh, 
that's something that uh, well first let me talk about Baba Baruti and Mama Yam what they got going on of course the school and uh, that's every Monday through Friday and you can go online or in person okay I believe it is but a higher ground the course the course every Wednesday starting next week Wednesday October 4th 7.30 to 9 next week Wednesday October 4th from 7 to 9 the cost is $60 for warriors and 35 for warriors in training okay and uh, make your donation to uh, PayPal PayPal Yah Baruti at Yahoo Y-A-A-B-A-R-U-T-I at Yahoo or Cash App dollar sign Yah M Baruti dollar sign Yah Y-A-A-M B-A-R-U-T-I Baruti and of course the pertinent information higher ground course your name and the email address to send you the link so you can participate every Wednesday for the month of October every Wednesday 7.30 to 9 okay and proud to announce this exciting news Baba Baruti will offer a online weekend history course African history course for fourth through twelfth graders or open to mature third graders on Sundays on Sundays it starts this Sunday starts this Sunday 10 a.m. to noon starting this Sunday 10 a.m. to noon this Sunday if you want more information contact Mama Yah Y-A-A-B-A-R-U-T-I at Yahoo or give her a call at 404-753-7237 404-753-7237 yes <clears throat> the Inya Sasim of daily revolutionary thought I tell you I love the Inya Sasim of daily revolutionary thought I really do September 26. How is what I'm doing and preparing to do going to help with the reafricanization of African people? Baba Kamal Kamban. Of course, he is in Ghana. He was an avid listener all the time. He got others to listen. I really appreciate Dr. Kamban. And, uh, <clears throat> and I know they're doing very well in Ghana. We realize that no one is perfect, but we also recognize the role of warriors in recreating and perfecting the African world reality. Africans on the way to becoming a Safo, Safo young warriors, and Jagnas, Jagnaks, and those are the people who give inspiration and guidance and so forth, uh, the Jagna and the Jagnak. Jagnak is plural. <clears throat> because we don't use mentor, okay? Try your best, family, to not to use that word. Okay? There's a lot of other words. In fact, we're going to talk about that one day. We're going to go over some words. Because in this society, there's kind you know, words have meaning. People say that, don't they? And there's all kind of words that have multiple meanings and some not too good. So Asafo and Jagnak must at least initially see themselves as recovering Europeans. Yes, we made choices. Often, bad ones relative to our people's journey toward empowerment. And we must hold ourselves accountable for the outcomes of those choices. But we must also realize that most, if not all, of those choices were made within the context of ignorance. 
Our objective is recovery. Recovery from the addictions and confusions Africans adopt in reaction to the onslaught of infectious European cultural imperatives. This objective must be accomplished while we remain empathetic in our self-criticism. Always conscious of the surrounding chaotic insanity. Always cognizant that the hardest habits to break are those to which you remain exposed. Regardless of how difficult or protracted the struggle, the unfailing goal of every aspiring African must be to survive and thrive with all our inner strength to provide the strength, the straight path to the ancestors' way in order to release our descendants from the hell on earth. I say, let me read that again. Regardless of how difficult or protracted the struggle, the unfailing goal of every aspiring African must be strive with all our inner strength to provide the straight path to the African, to the ancients, the ancestors' way in order to release our descendants from the hell on earth. There must be a constant self-evaluation to make sure that spirit, what you know, is truly in line with action, what you are actually doing to fulfill your mission or purpose for the community. Thought, word, and deed must be one family. Thought, word, and deed must be one family. Affirm. Everything I do is helping with the re-Africanization of my people. I say, everything I do is helping with the re-Africanization of my people. September 27th, study the enemy so we will know why we are where we are. The great historian Arthur Schomburg. Lying is a Western norm. For instance, in Western society, when is a lie a lie or murder a murder? Only when you're caught. Because <laughs> otherwise, if you didn't get caught, it didn't happen, and I didn't do it. Only when you're caught. European society has been about the business of perfecting the lie and making it a legitimate norm. Morality is political in this cultural context. The European is a spoiled child caught up in a lie, a grand lie, built upon a foundation of lies that has required innumerable lies to, to corroborate. In fact, this brat is entangled in the mother of all lies. His lie is the comp compilation of hundreds in, of generations of impacted lies. There are so many lies, in fact, that it would require a new beginning to clear the original lie. And even then, the memory would, as should, continue to taunt new beginnings until taint, not taunt, taint whatever, which word you want to use, taint. <laughs> the new beginnings until truth tellers prevail. These lies are bound to each other to the point where truth is indistinguishable from lies. And that becomes the purpose for the lies as the child seeks to survive in the world of lies it has created. With so many lies on the table and more issues daily, it becomes nearly impossible to tell truth even when the child admits it. For that truth is usually a means of sustaining other lies that ensure his privilege. The child is also quite aware that to admit to even one lie 
is to initiate the dreaded process of unraveling all the others. The spoiled child is caught alone and afraid, trying to garner allies of true believers willing to be friends if he will continue to let them play with his toys. Spoiled children cannot be unspoiled except by force. Affirm, I can tell the truth because I know the lies. Affirm, I can tell the truth because I know the lies. Brothers and sisters, the Inya Sassim of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah. We're going to talk about Haiti. But first, let me, I haven't done this in a while, and so, and I know some of you appreciate some of the things I've been saying over many years and continue to because I believe them. My brother, who's an ancestor, Baba Renoka Rashidi, history is a light that illuminates the past and a key that unlocks the door to the future. Baba Renoko Rashidi, he dedicated his life and went around the world, documenting the African presence everywhere. We are indebted to him. Much respect to him. There is no other historical instance of a formerly enslaved, captured people who valued integration with their captors to the point where they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. We are in a madness family. What I'm going to be talking about today about Haiti is because we don't have unity. We don't have a collective unity as a people that we look at a situation wherever we are on the planet, whether it is in Haiti, whether it is in South America, Central America, on the continent, or any else, anywhere else around the world where we get dogged out and disrespected because we need a collective unity of African people who understand that we are African people. Yes, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a those, this, but I'm an African. I'm an African. In fact, in my country, my country is name is the adjective describes the African I am. So if I live in Cameroon, I'm a Cameroonian African. If I live in Ghana, I'm a Ghanaian African. If I live in Congo, I'm a Congolese African. If I live in the Caribbean, I'm a Caribbean African, Brazilian African, Colombian African, American African, British African, German African. I'm African. That's what we must understand and embrace. We are an African people. Yeah, we are African people, family. So let me... As Ezra Arahon, I love that quote. There is no other instance, historical instance of a formerly enslaved and captured people who valued 
integration with their captors to the point where they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. All the wealth that they have. It's crazy, isn't it? But that's a fact. That's a fact. This one, too, I have to always read. I think it's important because it gives us a framework. You know? Gives us a framework. So I, I, I got to go through these family. I got to I got to find where they are. I know they're available to me, but I got to go as I'm panning through this and we're coming upon it and here it is. This is addressed that Lord Macaulay, the Lord Macaulay, gave to the British Parliament on February 2nd of 1835. He said, I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa and I have not seen one person who is a beggar, who is a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I did not think that we would ever conquer this country unless we break the very backbone of this nation, which is her spiritual and cultural heritage and therefore I propose that we replace her old and ancient educational system, her culture for if the Africans think that all that is foreign and British is good and greater than their own they will lose their self esteem, they will lose their native culture and they will become what we want them a truly dominated nation uh, you know, some of these things I read with such disdain and hurt, like that one, <laughs> I swear. But that's what's happening. They've imposed their culture on us. That's what the European has done globally. Yes, they had guns. Yes, that's probably one of the things that keep it there. But once they have subdued you, they impose their culture on you. And you have to look at and abide by what they're talking about. They did that here to the indigenous people here, to the indigenous people in the Caribbean. They're the only ones on the planet that have exercised true genocide. Now, uh, the European Jews, of course, is not a genocide. It's not genocide. One may argue that was attempted genocide. If you want to argue that, fine. But it's not genocide. Genocide is what happened to True Kanini and her people. Genocide is what happened to the Aqua Indians in, on the island of Haiti in, in the Dominican Republic, which was called Hispaniola. What it was before that, I, I don't know. But genocide was acted upon by, by the European against them. Genocide means they wiped your ass out. You're out. Survivors, you're totally displaced. Genocide, and the only now, if I'm wrong, rescue me if I'm wrong. If there's some other instance of genocide, of a aside from Europeans imposing genocide on other people, maybe there's some other groups of people that wiped another people out. I know that on the continent of Africa, that did not happen. We didn't fight to the last person to wipe them out. It never happened. So, 
Yeah. So let me find my other ones that I usually read. And here it is. Here it is. I believe strongly and sincerely that with the deep-rooted wisdom and dignity, the innate... This call may be recorded or transcribed. The innate respect for human lives, the intense humanity that is our heritage, the African culture. I don't use race, family. There's no such thing as race. Race is a social construct. There's no, nothing in reality. There's only one race, and that's the human race, of which African people are the fathers and mothers of. We're talking about African culture, our ways, our more ways of doing things. The African culture, united under one federal government, will emerge not just as another world block to flaunt its wealth and strength, but has a great power whose greatness is indestructible because it is built not on fear, envy, and suspicion, nor won at the expense of others, but founded on the hope, trust, and friendship and dedicated to the good of all mankind. Osage Fo, Kwame Nkrumah. Kwame Nkrumah, 1961. The speech of freedom. He said this sometime later. If we do not approach the problems in Africa with a common front and a common purpose, we shall be haggling and wrangling among ourselves until we are colonized again and become the trolls of a far greater colonialism than we had suffered heretofore. Man. To be truly liberated, African people must come to know the nature of the Europeans' thought and behavior in order to understand the effect that the European has had on our ability to think victoriously. We must be able to separate our thoughts from Europeans' thoughts and so to visualize a future that is not dominated by Europe. This is a demand by an African-centered, African-centered view. Because why? Because we are Africans and because the future to which Europe leads us is genocide. It's genocide, family. They want to wipe us off the face of the earth. I heard um, Brother Omar and Fateo, Omar, formerly, Omar, formerly Johnson, Dr. Omar, talking about Bill Gates acquiring all this land to produce some food that the food itself will kill you. The food is genetically engineered to kill you, to wipe you out. Not just to say uh, make you impotent or destroy your ability to reproduce. No, to kill you. Evil stuff in the world, family, and the only way we can combat combat it is that African people come together unify we have everything we need we have the riches we have the land we can grow our own food that is not GMO'd or genetically modified to kill us 
and we trust no one but ourselves. No one. No one outside of us. Total sovereignty. On this program, that's what you get. You want to listen to some other shit? You want to listen to politics? You want to listen to what Biden's going to do or Claiborne's going to do or the Congressional Black Caucus weekend they had, what a great time they had. You want to listen to that? Go. Go there. Because they've been saying, they said that shit 50 years ago. And they're still, and, and, and let them tell it, they'll probably be saying the same stupid shit 50 years from now. But it'll be much different because we won't be here. Our numbers will start to dwindle. We've been experiencing negative, I mean, zero population growth for a few years now, which is ironic because our population is young. We should be, our population should be growing. In fact, at one time, we were like 17% of this nation's population. We're under 13 for a number of reasons. We have to unify family. There is no other way. There is no other way. Let me play this particular piece and hopefully and we'll play some others but I want to play this one as it relates to uh, Haiti and like I said the thing about Haiti is that it's been in shambles for decades it's been in shambles Republic and Haitian border? Probably not. I'll tell you why. Recently, the Dominican Republic president has closed all borders with their neighbor Haiti over a water dispute. In April 2021, construction of a canal was started to divert some of the water from the Massacre River that acts as a natural border on the northern part of Haiti and Dominican Republic to irrigate agricultural lands in Haiti. This project was abruptly stopped following the assassination of the right-wing anti-establishment president Jovenel Mose in July 2021. Frustrated by the Haitian government's non-action to revitalize this much-needed canal, the Haitian people self-organized, gathered up whatever supplies they could find, and just started digging. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, building their own much-needed canal because the government refused to do it. Why is Haiti so important? To give context, we need to go back many years. In 2010, the country of Haiti experienced a devastating earthquake, killing almost 300,000 people. During that time, Hillary Clinton was a Secretary of State and Bill was a UN Special Envoy to Haiti. The Interim Haiti Recovery Commission was led by the Clintons. Of the nearly $10 billion in relief aid raised, 9% went to the Haitian government. Less than 1% went to the local organizations and 90% went to the NGOs. Since then, private armed military dressed under the guise of NGO and UN officials have been circling Haiti, restricting access to many parts of the country and buying up rural land. Armed guards protect the artificial borders, the main populace is kept in poverty, and the political and elite class turned a blind eye to the corruption. Why? What's in Haiti? 
Haiti is the second largest reserve of iridium in the world, only second to South Africa. Iridium is one of the rarest and valuable minerals in the world, used in industries like nuclear, military, semiconductors, aircraft, smartphones, and medical devices due to its non-corrosive nature and extreme high melt point. It is also extraterrestrial. It comes from comets, meteorites, and asteroids. Iridium is one of the rarest and most expensive minerals in the world, currently trading at $4,500 per ounce. And Haiti has mountains of it. So why don't they want the Haitians to be doing their own digging? Are they worried what they would find? Oddly enough, if you've seen the recent Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever, where many of the characters speak Haitian Creole, the basic plot of the movie is that the leaders of Wakanda fight to protect their country in the wake of their king's death from enemy invaders looking to steal their underwater vibranium by force. You can't make this stuff up. What's going on in Haiti? Have you heard about the chaos? Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. It's serious, isn't it? And then you have the closing of the borders by the Dominican Republic. Well, you know, the Dominican Republic has really always hated the fact that they have to share this island with Haiti. And of course, we know, based upon last week's programs with uh, our dear sister Bayina Bello, Dr. Bayina Bello, and giving honor to the 265th birthday of Jean-Jacques Dessalines, and a great warrior, great leader, and uh, defeated the French, defeated the British, defeated the, you know, they defeated the Spanish, you know, and then of course later when they were subdued, made the French made Haiti pay rest reparations. I, I just can't say enough how I hate the Europeans. I guess I just can't say enough how I hate these son of a bitches. I can't. I really can't when you look at the history. And then there, the, the, the Europeans that are here in this country, there is a good majority. Now understand this family. There's a good majority that are in favor of this historical rewriting. There's a good majority of them. They don't want to tell the truth. The truth is ugly. And they can't handle the truth. It's ugly. We're going to take a break. In a minute, we come back. I've found a few other pieces I'm going to play. Uh, as it relates to Haiti, A. Y-I-T-I. That's how it's pronounced, Haiti. And you know people who are from Haiti. Say, they don't say Haiti. <laughs> yeah. But no matter what you call it, they're in a bad situation, family. And you have... Kenya willing to send a few thousand troops in to assist with fighting the and, and, and understand this I, I want the gangs I want all the people in Haiti 
to come to a truce, to come to the table, to work whatever out, to, to kick whoever out, to control Haiti, to, to, to put a candidate up that is going to be a, a leader for Haiti, a leader for Haiti. And that man or woman will lead them beyond this madness and to begin to control them. Haiti, if you don't know, Haiti was the jewel in the Caribbean. Haiti was the jewel. When you listen to Dr. John Henry Clark, he tells you Haiti had it, Haiti had it all. Mahogany wood, all kinds of stuff. The sugar cane. Haiti, they had it all. They not they had it all. They still have it all. And now Iridium, only places is Haiti and South Africa can be traded at $4,500 an ounce? It sickens me. It saddens me. Some people argue, well, you got to give it to the Arabs. You know, when they discovered all the oil on their land, you know, it would not let Standard Oil, the Rockefellers, the Oppenheimers, they would not let them control it. They're going to develop it and they're going to control it. Then, of course, they formed OPEC. And even though we all know at this moment, oil is not something that we need to deal with. But for them, it became the object. Saudi Arabia. United Arab Emirates, uh, Qatar, Oman, they're all rich. So rich, they have to import help because the people there aren't going to work. They they bring in, particularly they bring in Filipinos, very few Africans. If they bring Africans in, the the men are, are neutered. The men are castrated. They're still doing it. Yeah. Some Africans escaped and went to Libya in the chaos that is Libya. Castrated those some of those brothers and sent them to Saudi Arabia or to United Arab Emirates and so forth, you know. So, yeah. I want to get a call in. Now, let me do it right after the break. As soon as, as, soon as the break is over, family, because um, uh, a number of you are already in the queue, stay on, okay? And we'll and we'll uh, hopefully um, have some dialogue with you. Appreciate y'all, family. You know I do. So, yeah, brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening dot com and Black Talk Radio Network dot com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
walkway dressed down in a breeze. Brothers with their afros taking center stage. Watching as this culture slowly comes of age. With a mind of its own, yeah. Mothers out in the yard hanging up a clothes. Fathers playing with the kids, keeping them on the go. Neighborhoods feeding on the heart of its soul. And that's where my feelings live. Cause I love my people. The way they let it go on the dance floor. Ain't nobody gonna do it like us, no. I'm loving my people. Ain't nobody gonna 
Time for an awakening media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Loving my people, family. I love African people. No matter where we are. If you identify with Africa, I love you. I want to help every way possible. I want us to work together to bring us back into prominence. Yes, to bring us back. Because this society wants us to believe, Europeans want us to believe that we have never done anything. That we've never done anything. War amongst ourselves. I've always been divided in self-hatred. They want us to believe that we were running around a jungle with a rag up our ass and a bone through our nose, never having created a civilization of any significance, of any kind, of any worth. And nothing could be furthest from the truth. I love us. And what we have done, we can do. Do we have the will? That's why I emphasize that at the end of the program. The will to do it. We have all that we need, but do we have the will to make it happen? And I mean, and I maintain that we do but these words just cannot um, live without it being manifested, it happening. That it happens. We got to make sure that it happens, family. Haiti has been dealing with this madness for a long time. You know? And, um, In America, of course, has been involved. All the other European countries, of course, as I said earlier, when Jean-Jacques Dessalines liberated the island from the French, and he was eventually, two years after that, he was assassinated. And foolishness began to happen. And, and of course, the, the Haitians who were mulatto, that foolishness, yeah. And still today, everywhere on the continent, everywhere African people are still today. They want to bleach their skin, straight hair, eyelashes. Look at Nigerians. 
Look at Nigeria, particularly the Nigerian women's family. You don't see the bleaching of the skin in men, unlike Sammy Sosa, the former Chicago Cubs baseball player, who's from the Dominican Republic. Because that's the problem with the Dominican Republic. Yes, yeah, it's Spanish. The Spanish came over and took it, but there were Africans there. And these Africans identified with Spain. They identified with being white. President and his hierarchy, all of that. I mean, that's all throughout the Caribbean. Puerto Rico, the emphasis on the Spanish side. Cuba, the emphasis on Spanish side. Even when I went to Cuba, although I had the opportunity to be amongst some brothers who had fought with Che Guevara in the Angolan Wars, and of course they brought Africans, the Cubans sent Africans with him to know with the, you know uh, to help fight that war against the Portuguese some of them in fact one of the brothers I was talking with he got malaria he overcame it but even them when we went to the school uh, for doctorates the educational doctorate program met some people that met um What is her name, Mosley? She she was going to that school at the time. Sister Rivio's daughter. I was with Mary and um, met her there and then some others. Another sister from Milwaukee. Uh, people, a lot of folks from Oakland at the time. And of course, a lot of the people from around the world at the school. But most of the people, when they introduced the, the hierarchy of the school, they were Cubans that look more Caucasian, more Spanish than that mixture. And it's just how it is, family. This world had that mindset because Europeans colonized the world. They colonized, as Dr. Clark says, information about the world. So, although uh, I, I did meet a number of uh, Cuban Africans who are proud to be Cuban Africans, you know, proud to be African. I, 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 I don't believe I could say that about Puerto Ricans. I don't believe I could say that about some others, you know, in Latin America, you know, Dominican the Dominicans, I don't believe I could say that. And I've been to the Dominican Republic. I'll never go again. So a couple of pieces I'll, I'm going to play. And uh, here's the piece with the U.S. colonization. So this is something that I was never educated about in school were about Haiti. Well, Haiti, you know, was occupied by the United States for about 20 years. Did you know that? Well, let's go ahead and roll this clip. In 1915, U.S. Marines invaded Haiti. First act of the invading Marines was to seize all the gold from Haitian banks, transfer it to the National City Bank of New York. All of Haiti's banks were put under the control of American banks. The United States announced that Haiti 
was now under the rule of a new constitution. A constitution written by Franklin V. Roosevelt, who, of course, was not Haitian. This new constitution allowed the purchase of Haitian land by foreign capitalists, which began immediately. But with revolution in their blood, the Haitian masses fought back against this new colonial rule. The most famous and beloved leader in the anti-occupation movement was Charlemagne Peralte. So the U.S. Marine Corps hunted down Peralte, executed him, tied his dead body to a door, and paraded it through the streets of Haiti for all to see. They had a photographer capture an image of the national hero's mutilated corpse, put it on a leaflet, and dropped thousands of them from airplanes all across the island. American rule of Haiti began with acts of sheer terrorism like this. The U.S. military occupied Haiti and ruled it as an outright colony for 20 years. A colonial rule gave way to neo-colonialism, where the United States installed total puppets, but with rigged elections so they could pretend to be supporters of democracy. Now, as you heard, the bank that she's talking about is actually Citibank. So some of you actually have accounts at Citibank right now, and they was taking and delivering all Haiti's gold to Citibank. They immediately started to take the land away. Do you know Haiti has a wealthy ruling class who isn't Haitian, and they live very good, very, very good. But then the black people in Port-au-Prince are struggling. It looks horrible because of that's done by design. Now, as you heard toward the end, they say they put in puppet leaders, right? Well, these puppet leaders are controlled by, you know, the U.S. and also the West. Look at the last president. He didn't go along with the program during the pandemic, and look what happened to that brother. Every time that the, a leader takes a stand and say, hey, wait a minute, nah, I'm good, because I remember during that time I reported on this, Haiti... Um, only lost 26 people during the time of the pandemic. And Haiti did not do the conventional methods on anything. And people could, I remember the story, how, how is it that Haitians are not, you know, uh, passing away with the virus? What's going on? Remember the article about, even by the African continent? What is going on? Because it was tearing Europe up. I mean, you remember that? It was tearing them up big time. So, Right after the president was assassinated, I saw on UNICEF's Facebook, it was already doing what they really wanted to do in relation to uh, medication. So Haiti has always been suppressed. Haiti has always been destabilized because they don't want Haiti to survive. Haiti, of course, you know, they fought off the French in 1804. And even after that, the French still forced them to pay them billions of dollars in a reparation for kicking them out of their land. Haiti was the only country when their original constitution say, hey, if you are a black person, you could come here, you can be a citizen here and get land. So a lot of people in America who could escape slavery and get to Haiti are like, shoot, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good in Haiti. They ain't like that. Listen, they never wanted no successful black country, definitely around the shores of the United States. Oh, no, they ain't happening. That's why people say, well, I just go to the Caribbean. My issue is you go to the Caribbean, you should might want to stay in the United States then because you're way too close to them. Not to say you can't, nothing could happen overseas, but it takes a little bit more effort overseas versus right next door. You understand what I'm saying? 
But they get mad when Haitians come over here. Well, y'all destabilized the country. Well, you, well, why wouldn't they come over here? I mean, based off of the history, they just coming to get their resources back. That's all. But Biden and them, when Haitian people want to come here for a better life, what did Biden do? Put them right on a plane and ship them right back to Haiti. That's what Biden done to the Haitian people, which is totally So this is something I was never educated about in school where about Haiti. Well, nothing could happen overseas. Else come, they got a little lighter skin, but he don't want the Haitians here. Even Africans that come here, some of them, they, they'll send them back too. Biden showed his hand big time how racist he is when he did that to the Haitians. Because I didn't see no planes uh, uh, going with Guatemalans or anybody else, just the Haitians. So this is the history they don't want you to learn in school. This is why they, they talk about critical race theory and all of that crap. No, this is the history of America and what they've done to other black people. But yet they want to tell Haitians and anybody else pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And also you can talk about Latin America too. They did the same thing to Latin America, destabilized their countries, took out their leaders. Read the book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Read that book. It details fully what they did in Latin America. And you wonder why the people keep coming up here? Because of, because of them and what they did in their countries. Every time they had a decent leader in Latin America, if he, didn't, if he wasn't about being a, a stooge or a puppet, they took him out. It's just that simple. And, and, and it's always a reason why certain things happen. Unfortunately, we, the citizens, got to deal with the brunt of their foreign policy. And their foreign policy has been colonization and theft of other people's resources who aren't white. But, you know, let me know what you think about some of this. Like I said, this is, you know, it's, it's completely wrong. But this is why they don't teach you this in school. I say, that's why. And of course, now they have a number of uh, gangs who are, you know, running things in, in Haiti in various communities. These gangs are, you know, Give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. And here they have ir iridium, a mineral that only them in South Africa has. Even though it's terrestrial because it's comets and asteroids and so forth. That sells for 45 4,500 an ounce. And yet the people are poor. Abject poverty. Crazy, isn't it? And you know why, family? Because we, as African people, don't have unity. We don't have unity. We haven't... The... The leadership has been educated in the West, in Europe, in America. 
and even if it's educated by socialists, the mindset is still there. The most important thing that we can do as African people is develop educational institutions controlled by us. Everything, the curriculum, the teachers, everything. I don't give a damn what Caucasians say. Everything. Gang leaders. Haitian gangs. And what Caucasians say? Everything. My, my, good, my good brother, Brother Paul, is on. I'm going to talk with him for a minute. I know you're going to get Paul. Good afternoon, Brother Paul. How are you today, brother? Brother, I'm alive and kicking, Baba Ochi, keep on, and I keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. Keep on kicking, kicking ass. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I just give thanks for life, Baba Ochi, and it's always a pleasure and a privilege to um, hear your your interjection. And uh, I'm always uh, astounded how you 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 know you do what you do. It's very uh, it's very creditable, but Baba Ochi, it's um. Well, thank you, brother. Very I appreciate very it. good. It's very good. Baba Ochi, um, you know what I was thinking? I made some notes here. Uh, you know, I think, and I've been saying this for a while, to be honest with you, I mean, you, you said that genocide is when they wipe out a people, yeah? Do you know what? I, 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 <laughs> I would love someone to convince me. From my observations all the time, I've been looking at our position, yeah? And... Um, Especially when I tune in, started tuning into the, the, the stations on on your side of the pond, yeah. And I've said this before, and I, I'm just going to reiterate it again. The thing is, yeah, when you're in a circumstance, I live in this country, and I hear, and for a long time before the internet, I always thought to myself in my mind that we were kind of in a bubble. I, I thought to myself that our education stroke indoctrination kept us in this bubble. That that. They gave us this narrative and they forced us to accept it. But in my own mind, even from my, as a young person, I always, I said to myself, we're just being lied to. I, just, I was convinced that we're just being lied to. And I never, and it got me in a lot of problems because I would listen to them. And it's almost sometimes when they talk to you in school, whether it be in college or university, they, 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 they talk to you as if you must accept everything they say. Yes. And the moment you question yes. them, they treat you like, like you, you're the white sheep, not the black sheep. You're the white sheep <laughs> of the family. You're all done. Yeah. That's how they treat you, right? And I, and I felt that, but you know, uh, as you you probably summarized, I was quite kind of argumentative, and I I didn't really back down. So it's taken me to this point, right? The reason why I said all that is for this. I, I'm convinced there's a ge there's a genocide underway, as far as I'm concerned. There is, a, I would love someone to convince me it's not happening, but I know it is happening. We are being removed from the planet, yeah? And the frightening thing is, yeah, um, with, with the use of the internet, I used to do certain things, share certain information, not just in this country, all around the world, yeah? Um, and I, I started to see they do it. You, you know, you know I, I, they took me off of Facebook, right? They sent me a message one day, yeah? They said to me, 
right, on Facebook, long time ago, before they started banning people, they sent me a message. Do I know these people I contacted? Now, at that time, you could only mm. contact 5,000 people. Wow. Right? I had 5,000 people all around the world, yeah? And I was sharing information. They sent me a message. And I thought to myself, what? What do you mean, do I know these people, yeah? Anyway, I didn't answer it, right? I didn't answer it. I just kept doing what I'm doing. And the next thing I know, one time I went to log into my account, and... I put in the password, I know the password, everything, and it was saying, oh, the wrong password, but it was the right password, yeah? And then, when when I uh, I sent them an email, I challenged them, yeah? And then they asked me to send my driving license. Wow. I wow. said, what? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. And then I realized, I realized, I realized at that point, I said, they, this, this thing ain't no... They just want you to talk crap. They just want you to have arguments, like all the arguments I was seeing, yeah? All right? What they don't want you to do is share information. And then, look, I'm talking long before they started banning people. They, I realized that they do not want us to connect in any shape or form. Right. You're right. You're right. right. Mm -hmm. That was on Facebook. I, I'm telling you, Ochi, this is long before they started banning people and all that information come out. They, I have that email they sent me. Do I know these people? And I'm thinking, what well, is it your business? Yeah, but I then realized... They do not want, they were watching everything, okay? So the point I'm trying to make is a genocide is underway. No one can convince me. I see it in this country. I see it, yeah? And then when I listen to America and I hear the same people saying the same thing. I, I remember a um, long time ago, I heard um, Brother Jay, yeah, say he was talking about a situation in Har uh, Harlow, Harlem, when he, uh, where he lives, yeah? And he says how the blacks have been removed, Right? And he, you know, an identification, he described, he articulated. And I'm saying to myself, exactly the same thing is happening here. Certain places where I used to see people used to look like me, I don't even see them no more. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to the American radio station, and they're saying exactly the same thing. Then I realized there's a grand plan underway. Well, I remember, I remember Brother Jay said, um, it's like he said, he said something like, these people, you can't even hear of them again. It's like he said, in the past, people would move away, then you get a phone call from them, blah, blah, blah. But you don't, and I'm thinking exactly what's happening here. You don't even know where they've gone. Just disappeared. Yeah? They are taking us out in the hospitals, in, in the maternity wards. It's not, you know, forget Bill Gates. This food thing has been going on long before Bill Gates, Baba Ochi. One thing I read about our enslavement in the Caribbean, yeah, they said when they first took uh, the Africans to the Caribbean, uh, they weren't producing the work they wanted them to produce, and they didn't know why. They just wasn't because they brought Indians over, but the Indians couldn't manage the work, yeah, and the Africans, they they weren't meeting the capacities which they they expected, right, and they couldn't work it out. And in the end, they came to the uh, they they realized it was the food. Right, it was the food. They weren't eating the right food. The food which was in the Caribbean at that time wasn't sustaining them. So they had to get food imported from Africa, like planting, which we have in Jamaica now, like yam, yeah, certain yams which we have in Jamaica now. A lot of food that you think is indigenous to the Caribbean we've grown up on, they came from Africa. They brought them from Africa to sustain the Africans. So what I'm saying is, 400, 500 years ago, they knew about this, the food. They know how food affects people. They know this. Okay, it's not to be Bill Gates. They've been doing this a long time, right? 
You know, when I was young in, in the UK, one thing uh, coming from a Jamaican heritage, and a lot of Jamaicans have said this, so it's something which we did. We were not allowed to buy takeaway. We couldn't do it. If, if my mum saw me walking with food, eating food on the street, I'm going to get a beating. My mum never used to beat us. She used to tell my dad to beat us. Huh? But we're getting a beating, right? So, you know, but now... All the young people, uh, there's something which is largely imported from America. All the fast foods are here. Kentucky, chicken shops, all the rest of the nonsense. But when we were young, we were not allowed to eat those foods. We were not allowed, right? So even those people who came from Jamaica or wherever, they knew about food. They knew that you have to eat. And another thing which I knew about, they didn't eat from other people they didn't know. That was like a part of our religion. Yeah. They did not eat from... and They did not. They yeah. wouldn't. And now the children... Now, me now, knowing all this, if I, if my children growing up, sometimes I try and share the same things because these, I knew what my grandparents did. This is how they were. I knew them. They, they lived there. They came here, right? But if I try and do that, you know, people look at me like I'm mad. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's how they're brought into this system. You know, we live here, we're born here, but they've forgotten all these things. They, it's like they don't remember none of these things. They want to live the modern type of life. And we are being taken out by the... We're being taken out. Oh, Whenever you hear the statistics, that business, heart disease, all these things is how they're taking us out. You know what? They've given these diseases names, right? These people are so seditious. They've given these diseases, like diabetes, and we just buy into it. Oh, diabetes, it's this, it's blood sugar. Listen... Everything they're doing is devised to, to put us in that state. Disease. Put, it's devised that way. Mm -hmm. they, they're deliberately doing it. It's, it's, they they, they, they realised this long time ago. Right. All right. the stuff they're giving us. You know, our diet is this rice and uh, potatoes and all these things. That, that's all sugar. Mm -hmm. so, uh, uh, high proportions of sugar in your body. They know this. They've known this from time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just that now a lot of us are waking up to it and realizing they've been killing us off from day one. Look, and I just the last thing I say, yeah. I remember when I was young, right? When when uh, they used to come in for like uh, family members used to go to Jamaica and come back, yeah. They used to bring food. This this is the, this is what I'm trying to explain to you, Baba Ochi. They used to bring food on the plane when you okay, go to the right. airport, right? Right. You know, you know. We, we, me, me, me being born in this country, we used to have a joke among friends, right? Like, it used to look funny. You see all these people come off the Caribbean with all yam and um, canes and all this. And we used to make jokes out of it, yeah? You know, because it was funny to us, you know, we see all these black people coming, all these, <laughs> you know, especially, it was mainly from the Caribbean, you know, all these foods, bags <laughs> coming off the plane, yeah? Right, exactly. And it was funny to us because we're born in England, yeah. yeah? But the bottom line is, I'm saying now, right? There's certain year, I don't know what year it was, maybe during the 80s or whatever, they stopped all that. They cut right. that off. Right. Told us some nonsense, yeah? But the reason why these people did it, yeah, the reason why they brought food from where they came from, right, because that's the food they trusted. Right. Yeah? Exactly. That's the food they knew. Mm -hmm. And they were prepared to put that food on a plane and bring it here. Mm -hmm. No one's going to think of that now. If, if, I'm, if, if I told my children I'm, I'm going to, they'd think I'm crazy. What, you're bringing food for? Why? Why? When you can go down to the local supermarket and buy all that crap in there. Mm -hmm. This is where we're at. So program has been going on a long time. Genocide is all underway. Yes. It's not 
yeah. a, a plan. It's not through, it's underway. And you know what pains me the most, brother Ochi? We just not woke up to it. We just not we're not waking up to it. We know if we realize that we are being taken out. Look at Africa. They're moving in from South Africa and they're moving in from North Africa. That is a plan that is underway. Yeah. It's not by coincidence. It's underway. The same what they're doing to you in America, they're doing to us here. Wherever we are, they're doing the same thing. It's underway. And see, locking up prison and everything. It's, yeah, I, I keep, last thing I'm going to say, I'm not going to go on. Look, I keep hearing the statistic. We don't have statisticians. We have to rely on their statistics. And most right. of the time when I read their statistics, I don't accept them because I know these people lie That's like right. you say. Thank they you. lie. Yes. I'm never going to take in our advantage. They lie. So I don't really, yeah. I just take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But hear what now? I, I keep hearing this, yeah, that in England, we, blacks in england which they say is um just over two million but i think it's more like four million to be honest with you okay but they say it's, they say that yeah but i don't believe it but anyway the fact what i'm trying to point out is that they say per capita because obviously they compare it to uh, america america you got um 50 odd million okay but they but they say they say per capita we represent although we make up not even two percent of the population we represent nearly I think it's something like 20 odd percent of the prison population. Mm -hmm. They say that. I don't know if that's true or not, mm -hmm. but the bottom line is that is shocking. Shocking. And that's what they're doing to us. Right. So it, they, they're doing to us. This is a plan. Everywhere on the planet, they're doing it. And it's genocide. I, I can't see what else it is. They are, they are seditiously, by stealth, removing us from the planet. They sure. are doing it. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, 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 and a lot of a lot of times our leadership fails to make that connection and they don't lead us in a different direction. We, we continue down the same old path to our destruction. And it's a damn shame. And that and it's just not here in America. The situation is global to eradicate African people off this planet is is global you know our our numbers are getting smaller like i said here in this country we used to be 17 percent of this country's population here in america and now we're less than 13 and our population is young so the only reason for that would be is because of mass incarceration uh, addiction uh going with people outside of our culture or race so to speak I don't like that word race, but, you know, they, they were white women and Asian, whatever, you know. So there's a number of factors why our numbers are going down and will continue to go down until we come together. The problem that we face, Brother Paul, globally, the situation that I've been talking about in Haiti, the situation on the continent, the situation in, in Europe, as it relates to Africans who are living in Europe and who are dogged out wherever they are, you name the damn country if they're there. They're on the social economic bottom if they're there. Doesn't make any damn difference. It's because we lack cultural unity. We lack cohesiveness. We lack the willingness to, to trust and believe and work with one another. So we're dogged out everywhere when 
when that Chinese situation uh, um, came about a number of years ago. Now here on the continent of Africa, Chinese who are trying to take over, they showed these Chinese who were dogging out African children and so forth on the, I can't remember what country it was, but I was watching it on YouTube and then they were finally confronted and deported. But in China, in China where there were Africans there, they were disrespected, they were beaten up, you know, they were ganged on, ganged on, you know. If we had the unity that we have, then anywhere we are, if you chose to be wherever the hell you are, you wouldn't get messed with. Why? Because you would, if you were messing with that person, you were messing with all of us, and we would come down on your ass. But we don't have that. So we can, cheat, we can treat Africans any kind of way, totally disrespectful, because they're, they're individuals. They're not collective. They're, they, they have little tribes. They have 54 so-called sovereign nations. They don't even don't. So that's why I, I, I'm adamant about what we talk about here. And I thank you for lending to that and understanding that by being across the pond, so to speak, we're speaking the same thing, Brother Paul. We're going after the same Bob, thing. Bob Archie, um, you know, the thing is, yeah, the important, there is no, as far as I'm concerned, there is no such thing as a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, this is a cliche, but as you, as I get older, I, there's so many things become apparent. So many things become clear to me. And I, I, I have to give thanks for the internet because certain things which I always had in my mind, it, the internet's allowed me to clarify them. Look, you can speak to people, you know, educated, so-called educated people. Uh, this, this is a thing called education. And certain things they just don't know. And then they bullsh they bull crap you. They mm -hmm. But I, I with the bull crap, you, you know what I mean? Right. One, one plus one must add up to two scientifically. It must right. happen. So if you say something to me and it don't make sense to me, I ain't going to argue with you. I'm going to go and find the truth, right? And mm -hmm. the thing with the internet, I don't care what anyone says. You can find the truth. If you've got the intellect and the intelligence, you can find anything right. you want to find. Anything. Right. Absolutely anything. It's there. That's how the world. That's what, that's how the world. To be honest with you, Baba Ochi, that's how the world has changed. You can type into the machine, and it will tell you how to make anything you want to make, man. It, it's there. I've seen it. I'm I'm not making this up. I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. my mom used to say to me, "Do things when you're young." The only, I don't have no regrets. The only regret I have now, I'm realizing, is that time is the most valuable commodity because as you get older, your energy you don't have that same fight and energy yeah mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i see there so you try and infuse the young people you try and say to them this is what you have to do but because they're so distracted in this right. time they're distracted so right. many distractions you, you understand so many distractions mm -hmm. that they don't understand no. the power they have at their fingertips they don't understand they don't. it they don't. i'm telling you because I, mm -hmm. I, I talk to them i i say to them man you know <laughs> this thing is um, look the only reason i'm talking to you is because of this thing I can listen in. I can hear. I don't have to go through a third party, listen to their mass manipulated media to bamboozle, hoodwink me. No, I can speak to my people just like I'm speaking to you. And I can I can get 
more closer to the you know in when i studied history in school they call that the primary source of information they, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what they call it when you go to your people and you hear it they call that the primary source of information mm -hmm. and that's, that's what i'm getting and i know they're listening in and i know they're using dis disruptive energy sometimes to scatter the frequency i know all that but it doesn't matter because there's another part of me what I want to just leave with you, Baba Ochi. There's a spiritual part of me which I'm really in grip with, in tune with. Because spirit is a frequency, just like the frequencies we're chatting on now. And when you acknowledge being in the act of knowing that everything is frequency, it doesn't matter, like some people say, if they're listening. It matters not, because sound comes from light. And, and do you know what sound manufactures into? Matter. Sound. Mm, so when I when you speak words mm -hmm. and you and you and you use these sources which amplify your words around the world, like right now my words are being amplified across to you via satellite and everything else. It doesn't matter if the person's not physically hearing with their ears, because there are twelve different realities going on. The passion, the energy which you give goes out in the ether. Mm -hmm. It goes out in the ether. They are trying to shut us down. It's not because they're listening in. It's because the power of the word and the word is a vibration. It's a vibration and vibration and vibration manufactures into matter. It becomes what we see. Yeah. So everything what we need to build is in our minds. It's not outside of us. Right. People saying, "Oh, you have to go and get." You have to do this. You have to do that. No, no you, you don't. don't. No, you, you have don't. to know yourself and be sure yeah. in yourself, confident in yourself, and then push it out there and make them know that you're not going to succumb to their indoctrinations, their brainwashing techniques, their hoodwinking and bamboozling nonsense. Ashe. And that's how Ashe, we are. That's that powerful. So, Baba, I will always rise you up for giving up your time. And giving us this connection and everybody else who realizes how powerful we are, because we are seriously powerful, yeah. but majority of us have been so bamboozled, yeah. educated, that we no longer know who we right. are. Right. That is the found. problem. Yeah. Let me catch some other callers, Brother Paul. Just hang on. Okay, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Across the pond. All right. 404-697-6. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Baboshi. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has been a very powerful program, and it's sobering also. But it's, uh, you know, inspiring us to move forward. Um, you know, uh, one, you, you have so many awesome topics, but, um, you know, and I agree with you, unity is our solution and our salvation. But I want us to always know that uh, if Urugu was the culprit, I mean, the terrorist, the culprit for all of these atrocities, it's because the Urugu is the Urugu. And our salvation is our unity. I mean, we are peace-loving people. They've been oppressed and terrorizing. So, you know, I I'm, I'm just uh, want us to keep that in mind, and I appreciate you bringing that out. That, you, you know, because we got all these atrocities and what we're going to do about it. And the unity is the answer. Exactly. So I agree with that. Exactly. And um, you know, the information, some of the information you gave me, it just I just got so appalled. Um, and I wanted to clarify, like with this Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. um, I, 
So how much did you say? How many billions? How much of the percentage billions did of dollars. you steal? Yeah, billions of dollars. Um, that's why, so, if you ever heard me, if you ever heard me on this program, and I know that you have, how much I detest, how much I detest and hate the Clintons. I hate them with a passion. So what are we going to do about it? She can't just get, this can't just slide. If we got this documented, Something can be done about it. She needs to be put well, in Well, first, like, let me tell you. Let me tell you what needs to be done. Get my money back. Get the money back. Let, let me tell you what needs to be done. We need to be unified first. Yeah, unified first. We're so fragmented first. because because yeah. yeah. who is but out there? Right hold yeah. on. Hold on, Sister Abia. Who is yeah. out there right now that you can think of outside of uh, Ben Crump <laughs> and his uh-huh. <laughs> and Ben Crump's constant? I like uh, Ben Crump. I like, I like ben, ben Crump, Crump too. I'm just like I'm just making a point. That he's always willing to settle. This ain't no damn settlement. Yeah, all he does is settle. All he does is settle. And but yet the 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 uh, Clintons, Hillary and Bill took billions. Only a small fraction. Only a small fraction went to the Haitian people after the and, earthquake. And, 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 and all this, that, that money needs to be gotten back because our, that's our people's money. Over there no, there's no doubt about it. There's a lot of other things. There's a lot of other things that needs to be dealt with. That is that is Absolutely. ours. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And but, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, here you are. Here we are talking about, you know, how devastated that we have been by these things. And and yet, just like on the continent, we have all the resources. In Haiti, we have all the resources. Here we have. Iridium that that sells wow. that goes for four thousand five hundred dollars an ounce, forty five hundred dollars an ounce, and they have just as, just as the piece said, they got mountains of it. So, the, so we yeah, have what we need, but what we don't have is unity to 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 make sure that whoever wants it will pay fair market value price for it. That's, that's our solution. Yeah, that's our solution. We got to be fighting to do that. There it doing, is. You know, what our enemy is doing with this. Yeah. And like this thing with Venezuela, they were talking earlier about people just coming over here by the thousands. Like these people in Venezuela, they done came all over here, right? And what uh, what appalls me is that they get the house, they get the, the they said they can have jobs. And so then they walk over all these black men and women that are laying in the streets of New York homeless. And then they threatened it. And then what this Adam says is that he is going to uh, take away the people that's laying on the street, the homes, going to take away more of their benefits so that they can, uh, you know, put these Venezuelan people up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so it, it, it's, it's I mean, it's, the, the, it's the, the, a, the people who are laying on the streets, as you said, look like who? Him. They were us. I'm they look like him, but the yet, but yet, they want to do these things for the Venezuelans. A lot of Venezuelans <laughs> yeah, that are coming here also look like us. Okay. I didn't see the Venezuelans looking like I've, us. The ones I was seeing was well, no, I'm just right saying. I'm just saying, and I understand. Yeah, I agree because the people mm-hmm. who want to flee Venezuela are the Caucasian-looking Venezuelans. Right. Okay. okay right. Mm-hmm. They're the Caucasian. Mm-hmm. I've been to Venezuela. You know, uh-huh. and the struggles they have there. So, but anyway, dear, just keep listening, and I'm got to get a couple of. Things. Is there, I, one other thing, though, about this, you know, you know, the, the genocide. It, uh, you know, that's 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 a real assault, of and, and it's real. And I think that COVID is, you know, is another blatant example of the the attempt to, to genocide against the uh, African people. And they're pushing this this uh, vaccine.
seen, like my uh, nephew, my godson, he's the community godson. I mean, he, he got pup, he had, he's in the ICU with fatal pulmonary emboli, you know, blood clots. And they find that young black men are extremely getting it when they get the Okay, so no, wait, hold on, hold on, sister. Now, what are, you, what are you saying? You're saying that he was diagnosed with COVID or he took the vaccine? No, and he it, had the he took COVID the, vaccine. Okay, he this took the vaccine. vaccine. Hold on, hold on. And he, then he got the blood clot. Okay, and okay. Then, you know, and I, I don't know if you're aware that, you know, that that's a phenomenon that, that's happening, that, black, that young black men that get this vaccine, they're coming with these blood clots, athletes and all kinds of black men. Are, are, you, are you aware of that phenomenon? Not really. I haven't. I haven't seen it in okay, any well, of the news feeds. But I, uh, uh, you need to get some information, so right? Because it's, it's an attack on us. You know, they put sure. in this vaccine, sure. and then the come. The, then the the surgeons came out. We saved his life because we did this 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 great intervention and surgery. But y'all, you y'all put the the um the, the vaccine on. It's just like what Malcolm X said. You put a knife in our back, and then you pull it back out part of the way, and then you think that we're supposed to be applauding you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like you said. So. Okay. And then the last thing I wanted to ask you, now you, and I, this, uh, Paul had, put, had, had, had also touched upon this too. This, this percentage, you were saying with 13%, but I don't believe that. I believe they want us to think that we're that. I, I believe we're more than they say. They want us to think that we're Well, let me just smart. say this. I, and I, a lot of people didn't do the census. I didn't do the census. A lot of black people, they Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it either, but the point is the point right. being is this. Yeah, so we make you aware. I think we break but they they want us to think we that big. And but let me say this, we're not a majority, okay? Let's be real. Okay. So well, whether whether it's whether it's ten percent or fifty percent or even twenty percent. Fifty, okay. yeah, sixty sounds good. You know, see, because <laughs> we ain't running nothing. We ain't running nothing yeah, here. I'm right. Yeah. See. Right. So all right, my dear sister. All right, peace. BB for audio. Okay. Talk with you later. Peace. Four six four four six four. Good afternoon. Oh, see, the delusionary rhetoric of the Negro is amazing. <laughs> In all facets of our existence on this planet, I mean, the sad thing about black people in this country is they think that they have some sort of position in the moving forward in the direction of where this country is going to go. And in order to achieve that, all these Negroes have to do is vote. Insanity. Total insanity. Everything based on our progress as a people is based on a vote. (laughs) Absolutely madness. Total utter madness. And until... We, as you say, come together collectively and look forward and look ahead to how we can achieve our sovereignty in this country. We're going to be at the pairs of this cracker to the day we die because the cracker is not giving this up. And I don't blame him. I don't think he should give it up. I don't even think he should share it. You don't think he should what? You. You don't think I what? don't think he should share it. I don't think he should do anything other than continuously do what he's doing so that his destruction 
will come. And it's not going to be at the hands of black people. It's not going to be at the hands of anybody but his own self because of his sick rhetoric and his inability to deal in reason and fairness. And, and that's the tragedy. I was just listening to the news, and they talking about how this clown done scam banks, city governments, and everything to make it seem that he was worth more than what he actually was. And all they're going to do from what they're basically saying is take away his tools and give the incentive to retard the vacuum keeping him Jay, Jay, so hold on, hold on. Jay, Jay, hold on, because you broke up on me. I want you to make that point. Okay, so Trump did what he did, and I heard it on the news myself. So what are you saying? What is he going to do? Go ahead. He's going to continuously do what he's doing, shamming the dumb crackers into having them place him in office, and in the process at that point in time, just totally cause all type of destruction for the dumb crackers that support him and for the Negroes that support him and for everyday people. Because believe me, if he gets into office, it's going to be a wrap. Because who's going to be able to control him? And the sadness in all of it is, what position are black people in to protect themselves? I mean, here it is. This, this is an individual who has committed blatant fraud. And all that they're going to do is, from my understanding, not allow him to do business in New York State and to maybe take properties from him. Now, the question becomes, what is the banks going to do to him? Are the banks going to now call in their loans and their debt? And what happens if they do call in his loans and debt with him being in a powerful position? Do you imagine the man that already told y'all fools that he's coming into office seeking retribution. So he's seeking retribution. What do you think he's going to do to the banking system? Well, you know, you know, you know, Jay, I tell you, uh, I'd love to see, not now because just recently I, I, I can't stand Trump. I hate, hate his guts. And, and, to me, and I've been saying no way in hell that he can even possibly remotely run, let alone be elected. He shouldn't even be able to, <laughs> to run for office. Okay, so now he is going to run for office, and then he gets elected based upon all the history that he has, all the shit that he has done, and the, this this electorate is so stupid, is so weak that they're going to elect this man. You know what? I want to see it happen. Deserve what they do. Exactly. I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. I wasn't going to vote anyway. You know, I could give a less than a rat's ass about. This, the only, is, this the only. is my position. This is my position. Mine are well situated. I ain't worried about them. They, they, they know what to do. If this thing falls, it falls. I'm not going to be here too much longer. So in all honesty, 
I really totally don't care because I educate mine to be able to be someplace else on the planet and forge something for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There are other places in this world that are wide open for African people with certain skills to come and live decent lives. This right here, this is going on. And you know, John, I always think about this. What they have done to my ancestors, I don't give a damn about America. I don't give a no, damn about this country. I don't either. I'm one older because of what they did to my ancestors. And if this thing falls, so be it. If you don't understand the predicament that you're in and what has happened to your people and place yourself in a situation where you could get out of here or if you have to stay, come together collectively with your brothers and sisters and put together some sort of survival mechanism, then, hey, it is what it is. But to allow for a country that has done all the dirty, dastardly things that they have done to our people to want to save this shit, he's a fool. No, I agree. Let him, let him, do, yeah. let him do what he's going to do. Because the sad thing is, if these Urugu devils, crackers, don't realize what he's going to do to them, and the only reason they're going to let him do it to them is because they think that they're going to keep a black or some other people of color from having something, basic humanity, then effort. And, and, and listen, I'm totally, and I have great problems with this whole immigration situation. I think that the Haitians are being treated unfairly. Like you said, this whole thing with these villains, Venezuelans coming in here are nothing but the white Venezuelans. Yeah. But yeah. let me say this to you. A lot of them white Venezuelans ain't what they think they are. Because a lot of them got the spirit of Hugo Chavez in them. I say. <laughs> Always remember that. A lot of them got that spirit yeah. in them, and they know what America did to them. Yeah. They know what America is doing to all of these Latin countries, making it so that they can't stay in their country and succeed, and they got well, to come here yeah. under this yeah, delusion that, that they're going to find tranquility, peace and tranquility. You know, O.C., I'll leave you with this. It's sad that our people really don't have a worldview, don't really have a clear understanding of the absolute wickedness and evilness that America causes around the world that makes things the way that it is. We need to study more. Yeah, I That's say. all I'm going to say. All right, Hotel. dear brother. Hotel. Okay, let me give Brother Paul. Paul, you want to get a last word in here, man, before we go? Yeah, I just want to. I know, I know, uh, the uh, brother Jay is the expert when it comes to the political situation in America. But you know, from my observations, and when I was listening to him talk, um, Baba Ochi, you know what? And I've said this before, and I, I don't know if you agree with me or not. Trump, <laughs> this is going to be so crazy. Trump could be the best thing what could happen to Black Americans here, because. 
to me, Trump, Trump, right? He's so um, self. What's the right word? I, I, it goes out my health. He, he is just such a narcissist. Yeah, he's so deluded that yeah. part of me feels that he's just being used. This is just a grand stage show. And in reality, right, the way I'm looking at it right now, I think Biden is the bigger problem. Biden is going to get take us into World War Three right because of his interest in ukraine he is going to take us into world war three which i don't think trump is trump is so for himself he is so self-deluded that i think the world is safer in his hands than biden's that's how i feel okay okay <laughs> yeah well listen man, I, I, I gotta go it's that time man i appreciate you and i hope you be able to listen on friday um, man, I was going to have one program, and then I saw this piece on on Haiti, and after having been with um, Mama Baina and um, these past few days, and of course the Haitian Revolution uh, on Monday. So, but anyway, I appreciate y'all, man. Okay, family, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko, the most potent weapon. In the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants. Think they can't do it out, and they show them that they don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abibi Fahadiye. Bivahori means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day, family. Peace.